Okay, it is the 17th of September, 2022, and this will be my first entry to kind of dip back into, uh, well, the Tino take, uh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm re, I'm revamping it and it's going to be more of a, more of a diary now. Uh, I couldn't come up with a title. Um, and then I thought, well, you know, why not just take the Tino take and convert it into uh, a kind of a diary tired of trying to figure out, uh, titles and, and, uh, stay on subject. And, uh, well, the Tino take was created for that, but I'm, uh, well, let's start, let's start. It is the 17th of September, uh, 2022. So what's going on? What's going on is that um, I've kind of lost uh, a good portion of my uh, energy and interest in uh, the platform known as Blurt. And um, it's not, I don't have any negative criticisms or anything of it. It's just that I'm understanding that as time goes by, I'm, I'm seeing and I'm understanding that it is not really a place... Um, and this goes across the board with any kind of social media platform or blogging platform that tries to monetize. Um, it, uh, it doesn't work. I, I just don't believe that it works. I think that uh, cryptocurrencies and blogging platforms and social media platforms um, will not be able to successfully combine. It's just two different arenas. There's the arena of social media, and the social media is uh, the the social part or social network. The social part is very important, and it is difficult to, let's say, put a uh, monetary value on. So, um, and uh, I'm you know the crypto part is is something that is completely it's it's its own creature. You know, if you make uh, blogging platforms that are dedicated to cryptocurrency, then you can have a limited amount of success. But to have a uh, a blogging platform or a social media platform that is connected to some kind of blockchain or cryptocurrency, um, it's not going to create the atmosphere that has been created in most of the uh, blogosphere or the social media or social network environments where people are used to just sharing things. Uh, for the pleasure of sharing either with their audience, with their family, or with their friends. So um, I've lost uh, energy, I've lost interest, and uh, and I'm the type of person that when uh, there is uh, a feedback loop in which energy is being consumed more than it is being gained, then I realize that it's a project or it's some kind of endeavor that I'm involved in that I need to kind of pull away from because it's taking energy away from me rather than giving me energy. Oh, that was a mouthful. So why this? Well, why this? Because I I enjoy recording um, and I enjoy keeping a journal. Um, The problem is, the problem has always been that writing, writing compared to speaking is just just completely two different worlds, especially for me. There are those can do a lot of typing, a lot of writing, um, but I'm not one of those people. And uh, my diary is just right now, it's just basically a notebook and it's destroyed. My goodness, it is just it's destroyed. 
And uh, I think that that it would be uh, more suitable to have the notebook returned to being a book where uh, a pamphlet uh, where I can keep notes or write things down. Um, I have my little calendar diary thingy where I jot down what I need to be reminded of the next day or a week from now or a month from now. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to organize myself better and better each and every day. Now, because I love this smart casting thing, because I, I just uh, I love hitting the microphone, uh, turning the microphone on and just going with it. Um, you know, I, I decided to kind of switch gears a bit here. Uh, did a little bit of changes in all of my social media, uh, put up a new photo and, um, that eventually that'll change as well. You know, I'll, I'll be talking about Ital Exit, uh, uh, a new political party that's formed here in Italy. Um, but what I want to do with this Tino take now is just kind of use it as a kind of audio journal. Um, I don't think I'll get into the video thing, you know, uh, not because of uh, not because of YouTube or anything like that, but it's just easier for me to work with audio. It really just is easier for me to work with audio. Um, I'm not overly concerned about building up an audience, um, but I am. Uh, I I do find that my journaling each day is important for me. So if this is an easier way for me to do it, then this is what I prefer to do. Um, so uh, that's a long introduction into what I'm going to be working on now. And uh, this is mostly for my benefit. I'm not considering that there is any particular audience out there, but I will be conscious and am conscious that I am speaking in public, that I am. this is not a personal uh, journal or diary that I am keeping to myself and keeping on my phone. I am conscious that I am recording now and I am conscious that I will be putting this out there into the public uh, sphere and who knows who will listen to it. Um, that's not my objective uh, to build an audience. It, you know, if people enjoy this, fine. Uh, people want to know what's going on with Tino, uh, if they want to know what's going on with uh, Tindaro. Um, they can check in on this. Now, speaking of, speaking of Tindaro, I have changed also my profile names across the board because I want to honor my original name that I was born with. I am here in Italy. I am in Vatican City. And uh, this is my birth name. It is my birth name. And so I'm starting this new chapter in my life. And uh, it just seemed fitting. And plus, I... I I love the uniqueness of it in Italian. It is a, it is a very Sicilian name. So um, most people who most people who are here in uh, in Central Italy, uh, they uh, most uh, a lot of people have never heard of the name. Um, but those who are familiar with the South or familiar with Sicily, they know it is a Sicilian name. Uh, there is a, a town called uh, Tindari, which I think has kind of roots in the same name, but um, uh, Tindaro was a, uh, a Spartan king uh, in, in Sparta uh, many, many, many years ago, uh, thousands of years ago. <laughs> um, and so I want to honor my original name, 
and I want to attach it to this kind of rebirth of my uh, uh, rebirth of the new life that I'm living now. So, um, this morning, uh, I usually uh, I usually have a, a similar morning each morning. I am in Vatican City. I am in a dormitory for the homeless. It is known as Dono di Misericordia, which means gift of mercy. Uh, it is run by the Missionaries of Charity, which are the sisters of uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Uh, and they are just wonderful sisters. Uh, and Mother Teresa was a wonderful example to have uh, inspired what I consider her daughters. You know, she has... A, just a massive, massive amount of uh, sisters from the missionaries of charity all over the world, just all over the world. And, and I meet the sisters here, and they themselves are from all over the world, uh, from India, from Rwanda, from uh, South America. There's, there's, there's sisters come through here all the time, Libya. Um, yes, there's just, it's it's wonderful. To see the example, it is wonderful to see the example uh, that Mother Teresa has set in the world. And uh, these sisters are serious, you know, they are serious about being amongst the poor, taking care of the poor, helping out the poor. So, you know, I start out my day here in uh, the dormitory today, started out like most other days. Um, the uh, wake-up call is at 6.15 in the morning, so we get up. We brush our teeth, we wash our face, we get dressed, we get prepared for the day. Uh, a lot of my preparation for the day I do in the evening um, because, you know, uh, there's time is limited. And uh, I like to go to bed at night uh, knowing that I have made my preparations for the day, for the next day, and that I have considered what I would like to do for the next day. So um, this morning, like typical morning, like every other morning, get myself together, get myself ready and uh, knocking down a nice spoonful of super greens. I have some super greens, which is a, a, pow a powdered form of uh, spirulina, chlorella, uh, wheatgrass and barley grass all combined. Now, I do intermittent fasting, so when I wake up in the morning, I generally don't take anything in. Like, I don't eat any kind of breakfast or anything like that. Um, but because the powder because the powder form mixed with water is like a juice, it's an excellent way to start my day uh, with just getting some greens in. Uh, and uh, I knock that down with a capsule of omega-3 oil. And a uh, a tablet of a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. That's how I like to kick off my day in the morning. And then, um, well, yeah, the first thing that I do in the morning is I shoot out of the dormitory and I head straight for the gym. Um, the gym, uh, going to the gym every day is the highlight of my day. It is the most, uh, it's the most important part of my day. It just, uh, you know, my day is complete, you know, when I go to the gym and I get a good workout in, it completes my day. Whatever else happens in the day, so long as I get that in, I know and I feel that I have accomplished something very important 
for the day. And uh, yeah, and today is a particularly interesting day because it's Saturday. Now, I don't go every day as in all week. Uh, Tomorrow is my day off. Tomorrow I rest on Sunday. Uh, But the other six days I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym in the morning and it is important part of my day. Um, So yeah, nothing spectacular um, from the dormitory to the gym. You see, what I want to do with this, what I want to do with this diary is that I want to have an opportunity to kind of get my thoughts out. If I were to, everything that I've just said now in, in the time that I've said it, if I were to have attempted to try to write all of this, I would have, I would have, I wouldn't even gotten past the first page. I wouldn't even have gotten past the first minute of this recording. It's just too much to write down. But that's how my mind works. Uh, and so having this opportunity to liberate my thoughts of what it is that I, it's, it's actually what I would like to have written down. Like, what did I do today? What did I learn today? What did I experience today? What do I remember about the day? Uh, I have a very active mind. And so uh, throughout the day, uh, I think of things and then I forget about it. Uh, and so the idea of trying to write all of this down, not, not going to happen. But anyway, Saturday is a particular day because it, it caps off the end. It's the end of the workout week. And, uh, I update all of my levels, which, uh, with regards to, uh, my weights. And, and so I'll, I'll explain that. I'll explain that. Um, but anyway, but, but before I do that, when I went into the gym, I had, um, I had jotted down in my calendar yesterday that I wanted to weigh myself today because it's been a month since I last weighed myself. Now, uh, for me, weight is not an important issue like it is for most people who go into dieting. I am not dieting. I am just, uh, looking to age well, but I was curious, you know, I weighed myself a month ago because I was in a different gym, uh, where they had, uh, a scale and, uh, I had heard some of my brothers talking, my brothers, and I'm referring to my brothers, I'm referring to the people who are here in the dormitory with me, um, that there was uh, a scale somewhere here in the dormitory, um, that the, the managers of the dormitory had it. And, uh, so I asked this morning, the managers have said, you know, I heard you guys had a scale and they said, no, it's not here. It's in another facility. And I was like, oh damn, you know, I wanted to weigh myself. It's been a month. I want, I'm just curious to see, uh, it was 96 kilos. Um, don't ask me to convert that in pounds for all of you who are working with the pound system. I have been in Europe now for 22 years. I am in Italy. And so I work with the metric system. And so I'm 96 kilos. Multiply that, I think by 2.2 and you get the, the, (laughs) you get the pounds, um, which would probably be close to like 200 pounds, wouldn't it? If a 96 times 2.2, yeah, I'm close to like 200 pounds. Um, but anyway, when I got to the gym, I asked the the lady at reception. I said, you know, is there does there happen to be a scale somewhere in this big, massive gym? It's a beautiful gym, people. It is. I love this gym. I am so absolutely in love with this gym. Um, but uh, she said, yeah, there's uh, there's the doctor's office right over there. If you go in, there's a scale. And I said, great. Went in, weighed myself, and I am 94 kilos after a month. After a solid month, I've been in, in this particular gym. I've been in this gym for a month now. And so I have, um, I've lost two kilos. Um, 
which the objective again is not to lose weight. Um, yes, I am losing fat off of my body, but I am at the same time gaining muscle. And so it is important to remember that when you are, uh, exercising especially if you're doing resistance training and you are gaining muscle and if you if your objective is to lose weight then you have to be careful to know that uh, muscle weighs more than fat so if you are losing fat and you are gaining muscle uh, it may come to look that you are not losing weight uh, but that is because muscle weighs more than fat. So even though two months have passed um, and I lost two kilos, I may have actually lost more kilos of fat. But the reason uh, but have, having gained muscle, uh, then it's not calculated. So, you know, you have to do uh, body mass index and things of that nature if you're concerned about weight. Right now, I'm not concerned about weight. This is not a diet for weight loss. Uh, again, this is just for, uh, for health reasons. So, um, that was a nice way to start off the day. Um, oh wow. I actually miss see now this see now, if I was writing this down, uh, this would be a major hiccup. Um, I did not go today is Saturday. So the gym opens up at 9 PM. So this morning I did not go straight to the gym. Uh, that's right. Today is Saturday. I did not go straight to the gym. Uh, I jumped on the bus and headed over to the Basilica of the Queen of Peace. Um, it's, a, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I gotta, I gotta get some photos out there for you people in Facebook land, um, of my journeying throughout the day. Just a second. Let me get a little bit more comfortable. I am laying down on my bed. Because I I did not want to record in the the general dining area. I just didn't it didn't feel comfortable. Said okay, I, I'll go lay down on my bed and, and a lot more comfortable, and I can just chill out and kick it. So I went over to the Basilica of uh, the Queen of Peace, where there is. Um, uh, a place where you can go take a shower you can get some clothes it's uh, uh, you know uh, get some breakfast it's uh, a place where where homeless people go um this the city is full look you know this is a catholic culture and in the catholic culture especially with this pope pope francis uh is dedicating a lot of uh resources to helping uh, poor people and homeless people and sick people and so these places are kind of spread out throughout the whole city. Um, but there's a particular reason why I went today, and that's to get my hair cut. Um, it's a wonderful woman who's volunteer. Her name is Carmela. And, uh, yep, she cuts my hair. So I got a nice little trim up this morning. Uh, I'm doing like once every two weeks. Uh, just get the clippers with the number two and just zip, zip, zip it up. You know, nothing fancy. Um, I'm approaching 50 now, so I don't have all the hair that I used to have when I was younger. So, and I don't, I don't, I'm not bothered with having, I'm not bothered with having hairstyles and things of that nature. Just keep it clean, keep it neat and, uh, easy to manage. Uh, so I went there and, uh, 
Then I went to the gym. Then I jumped on the bus, the number 75, and headed over to the gym. Now, the gym is located in smack dab in this, the middle of the city. It is the most awesome location. Um, I am really, really happy that I got into this gym. doesn't even cost that much either, but because there's a, there's a franchise, there's a network of them, uh, they can offer very uh, low prices. So I was very fortunate about that because I need it. Um, and so in the gym, uh, what I do, we do is head over to the uh, dressing room to change up. And uh, I start off, I kick it off with some nice protein bars. Now, I'm working with the protein bars right now because I am not living, you know, I don't have my own home or apartment where I can prepare smoothies and things of that nature so i have to be as efficient as i can when i leave the dormitory in the morning uh, i'm off and you know there's no coming back in until the evening so i have to have everything packed away in my backpack and i have to have everything that i need for the day so i don't really you know i'm not going to be carrying around protein powders and things of that nature so for convenience right now i'm working with the protein bars so knock down two protein bars, get me like 20 grams of protein in and a little bit more on the carbohydrates because you need that sugar to, to get the resistance training, get those bursts of energy going. Um, and I knock that down with a ton of vitamins. I'm not even going to go through the supplements that I take, uh, you know, prior to my workout. Um, but today was the last day and it's level up day. So level up day is Friday and Saturday. And what level up day means in the gym, in the context of the gym, is that at the end of the week, I uh, decide whether I'm going to uh, increase the weights or keep them the same or decrease them. I have my own kind of little workout plan that I do and, uh, it's based on finding the right levels for the right muscle group. So what I do is, for like for example, the chest. Uh, if I'm doing the chest, then uh, I get a certain. I get on the flat bench, and um, you know, there's a particular weight that I have. And what I do is I do the same weight all week. And if by the end of the week uh, I am still able to do 15 reps, then what I do is I level it up. I increase it. And so uh, having done 15 reps of a particular weight, then I go up, I, I increase the weight for the next week. And then I spend the whole week working with that weight. And when I reach the end of the week, then uh, what I do is is I determine whether I'm going to level up or not. Now, some, uh, some of the exercises I've reached the I've reached the point where I'm not leveling up, which means I haven't been able to get up to 15 reps. Maybe I get to 12, maybe I get to 13. So that means that I'm going to, I'm going to work that muscle group for another week at that level of weights. And it's always fun. It's always fun because I'm in the gym. I got my little piece of paper, uh, and I've got my, um, I got my pen and, you know, uh, I do my exercises and then I jot down whether it's going to get leveled up or not. So, uh, today was level up day and, uh, um, it's working out really good. I the, I just completed my fourth week. Uh, the first week was kind of just uh, getting the body very light weights, very light weights, uh, getting the body used to uh, the movements of certain machines that I have not used before. You know, I don't. I'm not the type of person who likes to jump straight into the gym and start, you know, pumping heavy weights and and trying to you know max out and 
Now, I start out very lightweight, and uh, I gradually increase those. Like, during the first week, there was a lot of uh, leveling up every day. So, you know, maybe I might start out with 20 kilos and, you know, and um, and I do two sets. I do two sets of 15 repetitions. And so what I do is the first set, if the, in the first set, I only had in 20 kilos and I found it to be light and, and I did the 15 reps with a lot of ease. Then what I would do is I would just, uh, the next set, I would up it again. And then the next time I do it, I would up it again. And so the first week is basically starting out very light and building up very quickly. Um, the second week, then, uh, you know, uh, then the second week after having those levels, the second week, I spend the whole week working at just that one weight and then uh, leveling up at, at the end of the week. So now that I'm on week four, uh, finished week four it's very solidified so now week five next week when i start going into week five now the real sculpting starts to happen because uh, a lot of the different exercises i've come to the point where it's the perfect weight uh, i'm not able to get up to 15 reps so when i'm not get up you know when i can't get up to 15 reps in a set then it means i've reached the max uh, the max resistance for that muscle group, which means then I'm really working the muscle. So, yeah, that was just good day. Always a good day in the gym. Uh, my, uh, my cardio, I have found my perfect level for that. The cardio is like 40 minutes and on the particular machine that I use, uh, it's at level 14 in resistance. Um, but what's really important, the really most important thing is uh, monitoring the heart rate. So my heart rate right now is perfect at that level. Um, I tried to go to 15 at the beginning of the week, um, but saw that my heart rate was going, because of the resistance, uh, my heart rate was going up above the, the up above the 85 percent mark which is too much you know if you're uh, it, there's a whole there's a calculation that you need to do if you're monitoring your heart rate when you're doing cardio uh, a cardio workout aerobic workout uh, so that's it's important to monitor that you're keeping yourself within a nice zone not too low and not too high so um, I found the perfect level I don't know how long that's going to last but um, for now 40 minutes Level 14, that's perfect. It keeps my heart rate around uh, around 134, you know, hovering around 134, which is perfect for now. Uh, if it starts to go down over the weeks, you know, to, I don't know, 125, or then I'll, I'll pick up on the resistance. But for now, uh, it's perfect. It's just absolutely perfect. Now, I spend a lot of time in the gym. I do, I do not look at the clock. I do not allow myself to be rushed. Uh, it is something in which whatever time it takes is I give it that time. There's no compromise there. I don't care what if I don't bring my I'm amazed to see, you know, uh, in today's world. I've been in gyms since uh, a teenager. You know, I love working out. I love keeping my body fit. Um, but it's just so amazing to see so many people in the gym who just can't they can't detach from their phones they just i do not take my phone up to do my workout my phone goes in the locker <laughs> there's no way in hell i i see people they do they'll do a set and then they'll just get on the phone 
check their messages, check their notifications or, you know, other people will actually, while they're working out, they'll be putting YouTube videos on. I mean, people have just gotten to the point where they can't detach from these phones. And I'm like, wow, I mean, uh, what kind of concentration can you put into your workout like that? You know, well, at least I, I know I can't. So, you know, maybe I'm judging other people, but I, no way. I like full attention to be on what it is that I'm doing and and to get the maximum the maximum out of my workout so that's uh yep that was that was a, a wonderful thing now i skipped the sauna today usually i finish my workout i jump into the sauna for about you know seven to ten minutes get that extra sweat in um but uh i i skipped it that i skipped it today it's a small sauna it's a small sauna and uh i skipped it because it was this really big overweight fella that went in naked and i was like no i am not going <laughs> i am not going in the sauna with mr walrus that is not that's not going to happen today um besides that um on saturday it's particularly tight because um because the gym during the week opens up at 7 a.m on saturday it opens up at 9 a.m uh, factor in that I getting the haircut on the other side of the city, uh, I actually got into the gym around 10. Uh, and again, like I said, I don't watch the clock, but um, when I leave the gym, usually during the week, uh, I finish my workout and I'm just in time to go to the soup kitchen where I get my lunch. Um, and so... That was a little tight today. In fact, I didn't think I was going to be able to get lunch in today uh, because I I got I finished at the gym around one about one in the afternoon, and uh, the the soup kitchen closes at one thirty, and so but I said I'll I'll give it a try because uh, it's it's within walking distance. Uh, it's actually within walking distance, so I thought to myself, why not? I'll I'll take a walk over there anyway. Uh, it's no big deal. Uh, if I find it closed, then at least I'll know uh, how much time it takes to get from the gym to the soup kitchen. But it actually worked out well. I, uh, it actually worked out well. It did not take that long. Uh, I think it probably was like 10 minutes. And, uh, yeah, the soup, kitchen, the soup kitchen was still open. It wasn't any problem. Uh, sat down, had a nice, small, measured <laughs> soup kitchen. That's, that particular soup kitchen gives really... Give small portions, but uh, there it's it's decent portions. It's it's decent portions, and I like I like the fact that when I finish my workout, that I can sit down and eat this meal. That especially with the amount of sweating that I do, then you know I get my get my kind of get my sodium back in into the system because it is kind of salty. Um, but I've checked out the salt that they use, and it's a particular kind of salt that that's a. Uh, it's a mix of sodium and potassium. So, yeah. And uh, I have my second round of nutrients. Um, I, uh, I have my second round of nutrients that I take with my lunch, which are packed with antioxidants because it's good to have antioxidants. It's good to take in antioxidants before you work out. That way you have them present, present in your body throughout your workout and capturing all of the, all of the oxidation that's taking place with with uh, with the heavy breathing and just uh you know having the immune system and everything uh strong and then after 
the workout. It's nice to be able to go and eat and then have another series of supplements that I take as well. Um, I'll, I'll, I need to jot them down because my uh, my bag full of supplements is just monstrous. It's just monstrous. I have so many supplements. I can't. I am losing track, and I have to keep track of them because I, I have to. Uh, each week, I head over to the vitamin shop or the vitamin store. It's actually called the vitamin store. It's my favorite vitamin store. Um, when I eat, when I finish at the soup kitchen on Saturday, this is a Saturday thing. This is a Saturday thing. Uh, after I finish eating my lunch, what I like to do is I like to jump on the A train uh, and head over to San Giovanni, the San Giovanni stop, and then switch over into uh, switch over onto the C train. And the C train takes me to an area that's known as Gardenia. And uh, it has my favorite vitamin shop. And uh, I, I just love this place. I love this place. It has everything. Well, it doesn't have every everything that I need, but it's just the most awesome. You know, when I got to Italy here years ago, uh, 22 years ago, uh, it was difficult to find vitamins. It was very difficult to find supplements. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. And, uh, but now it's still... It's it's not to the level that it would be in the United States or in Ireland or in uh, or in England, um, but it's really has improved a lot. And in particular, I'm able to, I'm able to get a lot of um, uh, a lot of products from Now Foods. And Now Foods that's my favorite that's my favorite brand for Solgar is good too, but uh, Now Foods beats it out. Now Foods just definitely beats it out. It's uh, it's just my it's my favorite. So. Uh, when I first got to Rome here two months ago, uh, I was just going all over the city, uh, to the different shops, trying to sort out who's going to give me, uh, who's going to give me the best line of, uh, different supplements. And see here in Italy, supplements are, are associated with bodybuilding. So, you know, people don't think people here in Italy, they don't think of supplements as something to for for uh, aging, for anti-aging or for um, using for the using it of um, for health reasons or for uh, trying to treat certain conditions. You know, here supplements are considered something that bodybuilders use. Um, but this particular shop, so a lot of the shops that I went to, it was all really oriented to protein and creatine monohydrate and, and branch chain amino acids. Like, you know, and I'm like, man, I need some, I need some good antioxidants, man. I need some good, uh, and I wasn't finding, I wasn't happy with, I, with what I was finding. And, um, you know, and a lot of, a lot of the shop owners, you know, all they wanted to was talk about, weightlifting and I'm like and listen I'm I'm trying to age well I'm I'm not concerned with you know a, a consequence of what I'm doing a side effect of what I'm doing is that my bodybuilding is you know I'm going to be sculpting my body as a result but that's not my objective that's going to be a side effect that's going to be a secondary effect that my body is going to get into a muscular um a, a muscular uh, a muscular form uh, but that's not the objective here. It's not the kind of nutrients that I'm not. I don't need these nutrients for muscle building. I need these nutrients for immune boosting, for uh, my digestive system, for my cardiovascular system, for my uh, liver. And, you know, and so uh, I was really unhappy with a lot of different places. And then I just 
I walked into this one place uh, and there was a whole uh, line of now foods. And I was like, okay, I think I'm on to something here. And then uh, I walked around the shop and uh, must have spent about half an hour just looking at it in detail because there was a lot of brands that I didn't recognize. Um, but I started seeing supplements just that were Ooh, A-list supplements, things that I really, really needed. But then the, you know, the the real treat was when, hmm, okay. Uh, the real treat was when uh, I asked the owner of the shop uh, about Now Foods. And I said, uh, if there are anybody, I, I said, what I said is, I said, I noticed you have a lot of Now Foods products in here, more than all of the other shops that I've been to. Um some of the other shops didn't even have one. Uh, other shops would have like one or two um, and they would downplay it. You know, they would downplay it because they were trying to sell the products, the, the brands that they had in their shop. And I'm like, man, you, you're talking to someone who has 22 years experience, 22 years of knowledge uh, in the field of supplements. Uh, you're not going to tell me that the brands you have in here are better than now foods. And if you are trying to convince me of that, you're a bullshitter. So anyway, when I walked into this particular shop, I saw that there was a lot of now foods and I was like, whoa. And, you know, and so I asked the owner, uh, I said, um, I see you have a lot of now foods products here. Uh, if there is something in the catalog that is not in here, uh, would you be able to order it for me? And she was like, oh, that's no problem. That's no problem at all. Oh, I was happy go lucky. Uh, I went straight. I said, you know, can I order something? Can I, you know, I'm going to take advantage immediately of these op of this opportunity because there are supplements that I need that I have not seen anywhere in the city in the city. Uh, and they got them for me. Um, they got them for me. Really happy with that place. Really, really, really nice people. Um, and it just, you know, and I make it a point to go once a week. Saturday is my day that is dedicated to getting new supplements. Today, what did I get? Today, I got garlic oil, uh, got garlic oil in, in gel caps uh, so I can, you know, clean out my digestion system a little bit, you know, help with the lungs. Uh, I also got some calcium magnesium tablets because I haven't gotten those into my system since I've been here. You see, I'm adding something new each week and then giving it a run so that I can kind of re- uh, you know, regenerate and, and revamp those particular systems and whatever it is that that particular, like, for example, uh, like, for example, I'm taking milk thistle. Uh, so I get milk thistle. So I'm helping out the liver, uh, for a period of time when that bottle runs out, um, I'll decide when to, uh, uh, I'll decide when to get it again, but it's kind of like uh, spending like two months taking milk thistle helps to strengthen the liver. And then what I'll do is I'll go get something else in the meantime. And, and so uh, until I have gone through all of the products, I'll try to be adding something new each week. Um, the exception to that would be the, the powerhouse combination of quercetin, vitamin C, zinc, and vitamin D3, which is particularly important that, you know, because of the flu season coming up, because of all of this um, viral activity and, and, you know, and, you know, just all of the craziness that has been going on for the last two years, I, I keep a, I keep this antiviral regimen going on. So I, I ran out of quercetin, I think, last week. 
And that's not something I'll be waiting on. You know, when I run out of either quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, or vitamin D3, uh, that gets topped up immediately. You know, I got to keep a good supply of that. So uh, I got some quercetin uh, along with the calcium and magnesium and the garlic, the garlic oil. And uh, obviously, I had to top up my protein bars for next week. So I got some, there's some, these are, I haven't tried these yet, so I don't know how they taste, but I don't, really don't care. Um, I'm more concerned about the protein content and having that accessible in the morning. So I'll try them. I'm sure they're delicious. Uh, I got three flavors, dark chocolate, uh, chocolate and orange, and then there is chocolate and hazelnut. Uh, yeah, they'll definitely be delicious. So, uh, did that and then, wow. Yeah. I keep myself busy during the day, as you can tell, uh, jumped back, don't jump back on a C train, went over to the A train and got back to Vatican city and got back to Vatican city around, I think about three thirty, and then sat down for a little while at St. Peter's square uh, to listen to some music and, you know, check things on the internet and, uh, yeah, just sit and wait for a little while, wait until, uh, 4.30 because at 4.30 I headed over to, uh, what is now my favorite chapel. Uh, I like to sit and meditate. I like to sit and pray to Mother Mary and St. Teresa of Calcutta. Um, but this church this tiny little chapel, I mean, you would think with all that, you know, all the magnificence that exists here in Rome, these massive basilicas and these massive, uh, really artistically decked out church, my favorite spot to go and contemplate, uh, and pray to Mother Mary is a tiny little chapel that belongs to the uh, sisters of Mother Teresa. Uh, and it's just a beautiful little spot, which, and it has my favorite, uh, my favorite statue of Mother Mary, which is the, the Madonna of Fatima. She just, she's just, she's the queen of queens, man. Uh, and, and, uh, and yeah, just sat there, uh, did my little prayer, uh, got some tears out of the system because, uh, just something about that particular statue that just brings me to tears. Um, uh, yeah, I have a very, uh, loving devotion when it comes to mother Mary. I'm not a full fledged Catholic. I was born here in, uh, in Sicily and I was baptized as a Catholic. I didn't grow up as a Catholic. I spent many years being a Muslim. I spent many years dipping into different things, but, uh, you know, ever since being back in Italy, in my native land, um, the, uh, the Catholic culture is something that I have obviously experienced in a different way. You know, it's, this isn't, this isn't the movies, this isn't books, this isn't, uh, secondhand, uh, recounting. I'm, I'm living it and I'm seeing it and, you know, and obviously look, you know, when you're in these kinds of environments, it's sad to say, you know, uh, but I, I see, uh, I see it a lot with my brothers around me. You know, when you find yourself in deep shit, you're looking for God. Uh, 
who was it mob deep looking for God in a tight situation? You know, when you are in these situations, you're, you, you seek out that, uh, you seek out that spiritual connection of, uh, needing help. You know, you need that help. And so, you know, um, the religious environment that you might, or the spiritual environment that you might find yourself in is something that you'll gravitate towards. And my being, uh, born into this Catholic culture, my curiosity about it grows every day, especially since I'm in the midst of it. I'm just, I'm in the middle of it. I'm here in Vatican city. So it's all around me. Um, but what I gravitate towards the most is, uh, what I gravitate towards the most is the sisters of mother Teresa of Calcutta. And so they have this little chapel. Uh, they have this little chapel. It's not accessible to the public. The public, you can, you can go in there, but you can't see it from the outside. It's in, uh, it's inside. Um, there's a, a soup kitchen there, and there's also a women's dormitory. And then beyond that uh, is the the chapel. There's also an area where the sisters actually stay. So it's a kind of there's. It's a, it's a, it's multi, it's a, yeah, I mean, there's the chapel, there's the convent for the sisters, because the sisters stay there, there's the women's dormitory for homeless women, and then there's the soup kitchen, which feeds homeless, well, not, does not homeless men, but it's a soup kitchen for people who, uh, you know, who, who want to go eat. Most of them are homeless. Most of them are homeless, either that or they are in the dormitory. So, uh, yeah, spent that time there. Uh, they actually, when I go, I go at four 30 and I kind of go from four 30 to five 30. I sit, I do my prayer, but then the sisters come in and they do the rosary. So it's really the most wonderful, uh, time of the day to go. Actually the head sister, you know, actually said to me, you know, look, uh, you know, the, the time that you usually come, uh, you know, to pray, to do your prayer and your contemplation on, on my own. Cause I like to be in there on my own. It's just, it's beautiful for that reason. A lot of the other churches that I used to go to, uh, to pray to mother Mary, it just, it's uncomfortable. There's a lot of tourists coming in and I, I didn't, you know, um, it just, it was uncomfortable. And uh, whereas this one is because it's inside the convent, because it's inside the area, it's not accessible. You know, it's not open to the public. You don't got people coming in and out, but it's just, there's this really, really beautiful energy in there because you have to think Mother Teresa desired, it was her desire to have this place built. You know, she was actually there. She laid the seeds for this place. And it's been decades that uh, her daughters, I like to call them her daughters, have been there doing prayers every day, rosary every day. And it's just the most beautiful. It's just it's been the ideal because I have been curious about the rosary lately. I'm learning how to do the rosary in Italian. So the fact that I have this place where I can go, where there is, uh, there aren't people who disturb me. You know, usually when I go in, I'm the only one there. Uh, but then after I do, after a couple of, uh, after several minutes of my own personal time of praying and the, the sisters start coming in and then they do the rosary and I participate and it's just, you can feel in the environment. You can just feel the the beauty of the feminine energy because we're talking about years and years of different sisters from all around the world coming in there and doing res rosary, doing rosary every day, all day, you know. So uh, and singing just the mu the most beautiful, beautiful 
songs that accompany the rosary. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a really wonderful experience. Really is a wonderful experience. Uh, then straight from there, when that's finished, uh, I go down into the soup kitchen, eat dinner, and then uh, after dinner, head over to the dormitory where I am now. Ooh, man, that was long. Um, yeah, that was long. I needed that though. I see. You see, I could not. There's no way in hell I could have written all that down. Um, I, I don't know how long the other ones are. It doesn't matter. Really, doesn't matter. You know. Um, but I'm kind of feeling like I've gotten a lot out, and now I want to go relax. It's enough talking for now. <laughs> it's enough talking for now. Uh, I am going to uh, cut this off for now. See, and a lot of things that I'll be explaining in these. Uh, Call them, call them diary entries. I won't need to repeat them. So uh, as time goes on, these will probably get shorter because I don't need to be repeating uh, whatever it is that I have chronicled. Uh, then it'll, it'll won't be, you know, won't be, won't be any need to repeat it. Uh, I'll be able to get into other things. Like I didn't get to talk about Etal Exit right now, but uh, I'll jot that. What I'll do is I might do is I just I use my notebook to jot down little ideas that I would like to talk about and that I would like to share uh, towards the end of the day. You know, here in the dormitory, we got lights out at 930. So, you know, when I come in, I've got a lot of things to do. I've got to wash my own clothes by hand and, you know, and I got to prepare my supplements for the next day. I got to prepare my clothes for the next day. And so, you know, there's a lot that needs to get done. So when I get finished, I usually have just about an hour to either do journaling or uh, get online and maybe respond to people's messages and, uh, and listen to some music, which is actually what I'm going to go do now. I am going to uh, conclude this first entry of the Tino take. And I might explain what that means tomorrow. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's been nice. Really enjoying this. Going to put it up on Anchor. And uh, put up on, I'm going to put it up on Anchor. And I am going to share it on Facebook as a, uh, as a first start. Just for now, I want to keep this simple so that I can uh, not, f you know, I don't want to feel drained by having to post it up in all kinds of different places or, you know, I want to make this simple. I'm going to just publish on uh, on Anchor and share it over on Facebook. And, well, I'll have a, plenty of things to talk about in the coming days. Uh, so there you have it. Um, if anyone out there has taken the time to listen to this, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you. And uh, thank you very much. And uh, if you want to hear more, Tino Take will take off in these in these. Well, it's taking off now and there'll be more to come. Thank you.